Welcome to your home for sports coverage without the bias. This is Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. Almost through the dog days, Kellen. We're, well, we are in the dog days of summer, maybe, is a better way, but we're almost through the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I've been see every day. We're now starting to see the a lot more of the jersey numbers of like, you know, I don't know. We're get we're getting the lower jersey numbers, maybe some more offensive weapons, guys like that. We're getting lower. We're getting closer. It feels good, kind of in a way. I'm seeing all those tweets out there that are just like. Next Sunday is the last Sunday without whatever happening, or you only have to make it three more Sundays um, yeah. until you get to look. So I love all of those types of tweets. I love seeing them. I want football back. I was texting you earlier today before we recorded just how much I wanted football to be back. I'm ready to go. I have seen an outrageous amount of disrespect towards my Pittsburgh Steelers this year for absolutely no reason whatsoever. It's a tough division this year. Like, it is a tough division, but what I'm sitting here going, like, looking at this is, well, Lamar Jackson's never beat the Steelers, first off. Joe Burrow hasn't played phenomenally against the Steelers. The Browns is the Browns. And I'm also looking at it as the Steelers started playing better football towards the end of the year, last year, and now everyone's acting like they're just going to be so much worse. Where I'm like, I don't know. They've had a whole offseason. I've been seeing Deontay Johnson looks a little bit happier. Kenny Pickett's talked about how he's ready, like how he's not satisfied with Deontay's performance or the number of targets and everything from Deontay last year and the bad breaks they got and all of that stuff. So as a Steelers, like. Okay, wait, Josh, yeah. is that. Is that- I'm not trying to start anything, okay? Just okay. know this. I'm not trying to start anything. Is no, that I, a subtle, subtle shot at Big Ben at all? From Kenny? No, from Deontay. From Maybe Deontay? Just, be, just being happier in general. I don't think so. Okay. Is I it a shot it, at Mitch, though? Probably. Okay. <laughs> I I think it. I think it's probably if... Yes. By the way, Josh, you're taking that card. You're taking it. God, it's the worst. <laughs> um, so, Kellen, I was going to talk about this later, but I think we have a new segment on this show called <laughs> the Baby Revel of the Week. Yeah, and let's go. Kellen is going full Darren Revel. He's baby. He's officially Baby Revel, and he went to a trading card show. Yeah, I did. over the weekend and got me a gift, which everyone would be like, "Wow." Super nice guy. Yeah. No, Kellen's the only. I got you his signed. This is, this is the card. this is the only relationship I think <laughs> that autographed memorabilia can be seen as a gag gift and unwanted. <laughs> like if you boil it down to just what it is, it is autographed sports memorabilia that you are using to taunt me. That's um, not true. That's not true at all. I because. I Josh, here, here's the thing. I know that your favorite team is the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I was like, you know what? Let me get something nice for this guy. Who's one of the quarterbacks for the Steelers? Uh, and a guy who we have 
Yeah, we shared doesn't... as a player. So this is this is also like a token of our friendship as well. True. What I would have appreciated probably more, what might be more valuable, is if you could have gotten Mitch Trubisky in street clothes signed, not in a jersey, because he's a lot better person than he is a football player. So like I could have Mitch I would be fine with a Mitch Trubisky the person trading yeah. card. You, that's autographed. Hey, you want you want to hear something that's only going to piss you off right now? Yeah, there was a Cam Hayward signed card for mm-hmm. the exact same price, and I could have gotten that. Just yep. so you know. So I was just gonna. <laughs> I was actually just gonna ask this question. I and what I would have done if I were in your shoes that you didn't do is I would have taken a picture that had the Cam Hayward card in it. <laughs> oh, with that's... like Mitch over there so that I would think that you got me the Cam Hayward card and then you'd be then you would just send me the picture of like then I would get there and be like all like yeah Cam Hayward card and then you'd be like it's Mitch I'm sorry See, the, this is this is why you're me. this is why you're much more diabolical than yes me. I, would, I wouldn't I wouldn't have even thought of that uh but yeah I got got you a signed Mitch card I hope you're happy about it and to be fair I do now understand a little bit more about uh, Steelers fans' uh, feelings towards Mitchell Trubisky and that they hate him because the guy I bought the card from literally threw that card in for free uh, because he was a Steelers fan. And he was like, screw that guy. Now, here's my question. Did you have the Mitch card out to buy for me? Or did, like, he just happen to say, you know, you're buying all these other ones. Do you want this, like... Did you have the Mitch one ready to go? So I had, I had, uh, I already had a Steve McMichael signed card and a Dan Hampton signed card, and I was holding the Mitch one, and it was going to be fifty dollars total. And the guy was like, forty dollars. I'm not making you pay for that card. So that's (laughs) okay. That's 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 how it broke down. That's okay. That's amazing. Um, I do like that. Shout out to that guy. What a. What a great guy out there defending the the Pittsburgh Steelers. I I will take it is probably a little bit better that you got the card for free. Even though you <laughs> yeah. were going even though you were going to pay for it, like it makes it a little bit better and I am going to keep it for for probably ever and Good, add it to my sports memorabilia collection here. But it's going like, to be worth a lot one day, especially when he gets inducted into the yeah. Hall of Fame. So if any if anyone's In, keeping, into the Good Guy Hall of Fame. Yeah, if anyone's keeping track and maybe I'll I started like I have a wall that's got my Steelers autographed things. Um so I can put it, maybe I'll hang it on the wall. I have currently I'm not sure where I'm gonna put this because like Mitch is clearly the best one. Um uh Heath Miller autographed photo of him kissing the Vince Lombardi trophy and an autographed Terry Lombard or Terry Bradshaw picture. And now an autograph Mitch card. So yeah, now so I have prob- to, probably right in the middle of all that is like, Mitch card, right? So those are those are my two. I have more signed Penguins stuff, but like I'll have to make room for Mitch on my Steelers autograph wall. Um, yeah, right between like that. That's gonna be really screwed up. That it's gonna be Mitch <laughs> and then two of like the all-time legends in Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, now uh, it's three. Now it's three all-time legends. No. so there, <laughs> there's that. But while I, like, I will, I will say though, Josh, with the card show, you are right about that being a very uh, Darren Ravel kind yeah. of thing of me because everybody there was either Darren Ravel 
or they were someone just clearly trying to rip you off and just not to be trusted in any way whatsoever. Uh, and what I don't like, I, I could have just bought some some counterfeit cards that aren't even real autographs. I don't know. I I I might, I might have been ripped off, but I don't I'm think gonna, I was. I'm gonna go. I don't even is there. I, does anyone even exist? That verifies Mitch Trubisky's signature, <laughs> or do we just? Or do Wait, we just no, there, first off, no. But second off, is anyone trying to pass off a fake Mitchell Trubisky signature? And the question of that is also no. So I, think I don't know. I think that's the one that's actually safe. I don't know, but like I got, I got, a, I got a Steve McMichael, who's a, who's a semifinalist for uh, the NFL Hall of Fame, and is on his deathbed right now too. I yeah. got that card for twenty dollars. I'm like, ah, that yeah. might be that might be fake. I don't know, but uh, I also I overvalue it because I am a Bears fan. So yeah. there's really no way of telling. Best case scenario for me here is Mitch. He's not going to do it like as the Steelers' quarterback, but if he does something absolutely historic somehow in the like NFL, and then oh. you gave me that card that you got for free, and it actually would be worth something would be hysterical you're right because you would not believe the price on oj simpson cards (laughs) it it was unreal so yeah there is a chance that the value does skyrocket if he does murder someone i do think i do think mitch is probably too nice a guy from what i've heard to Hey, CTE, you never know. You just never know. Maybe I'll do friend of Kenny Pickett. (laughs) Because everyone liked Ryan Switzer a little bit more because he was best friends with Ben. Like, we still hated him because he was just awful. Also, he was Mitch's guy in college. Like, I I know, but he was best friends with Ben. So, like, people kind of were like, okay, we can put up with it because it's Ben's best friend. Like, you know, whatever, even though he was just a knockoff. Like, he was the Walmart brand. Julian Edelman, um, and if that dollar store, more like <laughs> yeah, Dollar Tree. Julian Edelman was Ryan Switzer, but maybe we'll just keep Mitch around. Kenny Pickett's friend; they get along. I think Mitch knows the game very well. I mean, obviously, this is that's stupid to say because he's in the NFL, so he obviously knows the game decently well. But like, I think Mitch knows the game well. I think he's I, a nice person. I just think he lacks a lot of athletic ability. See, I'm the other way around. I think he's athletic. I think he's dumb on the football field. Like he just makes constant mistakes. Well, but, no, I think if you get if you give him screenshots, like screen grabs of coverages and stuff, I think he can identify every like in a split second. I think he knows exactly what to do. But then you put him in the moment, and he can't handle it. Like I think he can read all of that on paper, just can't apply it. He's a great he's a great football player when when they're not actually playing a football game yeah. is what it sounds yes. like. Yes, his brain is yeah. he has a football bre- mind. Yeah. It just can't process quick enough. Yeah. to to do it. But um perfect. That's exactly what you want in a quarterback. Mitch, well, backup quarterback because <laughs> I have Kenneth Pickett. Yeah. Um so and I'm thankful every single day because Kenny is just Kenny is looking really smooth with it in every single video anything i've seen kenny's looking good i did have a heart attack and i I like thankfully thankfully so cam hayward puts on a charity softball game great event every single year um 
Kenny Pickett played in it this year. I was very nervous because like it's the, you know, there, there were some guys like from Barstool, things like that, that came out and played in this, played in this event. And like, so you got some amateurs out there with your premier athletes. And I was very, very, very nervous. Something was going to happen to Kenny. Thankfully, Kenny hits bombs. So it was home runs only from Kenny. He so didn't have to run the base. Yep. Too. So there was no rolled ankles Smart. or anything. Kenny was okay. I did. I was very nervous. I followed a celebrity softball game a little too closely. Um, just to see if make sure like, is Kenny looking good? Is he having fun? Where are we at? Um, he's looking fantastic. Um, for the, he only wore one glove while playing softball to throw the ball. So wow. that's, that's interesting. Just for the people, you know, who maybe were wondering, but I'm so excited for for football to be back. It's hey, just rookies reported today for yes. for about half the league's uh, training camps, so we're getting closer. It's well, yeah. at least well, like at least we'll get the fix of training camp storylines uh, coming here soon. Yeah, I don't know about you, but like the last this year just feels kind of weird and bad to me. Um, because everything seemed like there's not like a feud going on in the Steelers locker room. There's no storylines in the Steelers locker room. You don't like that? We're just, it's, I don't, it's been so long since there hasn't been some like, what's going to happen in the Steelers locker room. Like there, it's been so long since there was no drama in the Steelers locker room. You probably have to go back to like 2014. Yeah. Or earlier. To get a non-drama-filled offseason. Is that – that might be a bad thing, though. No. Maybe they, they just don't got – they don't have guys with a lot of heart in that locker no, room. No, 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 it's not because I see the guys – the boys are pumping each other up, and I okay. see them working out. I've seen so many workouts. It's unbelievable. Did, I don't, did you see the, the Watt brothers working out? No, I'm not like you. They're wearing – well, they worked out on a golf course. And football cleats, and I'm just so confused. Like, that's where next week they're running sprints and stuff on a golf course, and like practicing blocking and everything on a golf course. Like, don't you have access to like a a football field? I don't know. Also, JJ Watt, man, he's not. I want him to come. I want. It's not happening. It's not happening. I feel like if he's gonna be around TJ, like. That's going to happen. There's going to be that like infectious energy could take over. And I feel like, I feel like maybe. Well, yeah, I, I'm not sure about that, but Josh, I want to talk about some, some non Steelers related storylines that came out this week and probably the biggest news of the NFL, uh, season or that, last week is that I, De- Deandre Hopkins oh. is now a Tennessee Titan. He is. And, his list of demands for this is so a new funny. NFL team was complete bullshit this whole time. This is because- so funny. <laughs> it is so funny to me. He wanted a, a good uh he wanted quarterback stability, a good yep. defense, and uh front office stability. Uh they have they just fired their GM this last offseason because he was he couldn't get along with Mike Vrabel. So he yep. at least has head coach stability. That's the one thing that he'll have. Uh they have a rookie quarterback. And Ryan Tannehill, and they had a bottom half defense last year. So 
where where do you think things went wrong for D Hop this offseason? Is he just not as valuable as he thought he was? Or do you think maybe NFL owners are colluding more than he thought they were? Or a little bit of both? What's what happened there with him? Um so I think everything he said was completely true. But I think he ran into what a lot of star players run into. Not going to name names, but a lot of other players have run into that have been in his shoes where you're not going to get that from the teams that are Super Bowl ready. They're not going to be willing to pay that. You're going to have to go somewhere else. And what it felt like to me was the only two teams that ended up being interested. Like, you think Buffalo, right? You're thinking Kansas City. Those are all places like people, a dream scenario. Those are really the only Buffalo, as much as I hate this, Cincinnati and Kansas City on paper, Cincinnati will never do it because they suck. But on paper, those are the three rosters right now that are Super Bowl ready rosters. Yeah, and the criteria yeah, that he laid out. Those are legitimately, those are the only three teams I think right now that fit. They obviously can't afford him at what he's going to want to get paid. Well, he, he got would, he got two he did take, years, twenty two yeah. million. If you remember Nelson Aguilar when he signed with the Patriots like two yeah. years ago, something like that, he got two years, twenty million. So I I I, I think maybe the the PED scandal is weighing a little bit more heavy than he thought it would, but he still was very productive coming back from that last year. He is yeah. on the wrong side of thirty, which is not helping him, but. Man, he did not get anything. Uh, and no. he didn't go to a team that, that he wanted to, it seemed like. No, he, he didn't. And from the sounds of it, to me, it was basically it was Tennessee or the Patriots were giving him the exact same offer. Um, and I love this so much. Like, the national media has fallen so much in love with Kansas City and, like, Cincinnati, which I don't, I don't love that, but, like, They've fallen so much in love with him that they're now starting to just like talk crap about New England. And I'm seeing all the graphics about like, is Belichick on the hot seat? I mean, imagine five years ago being like Belichick's can be on the hot seat. People be is like, he? no. And that, so that was one thing that like I saw Sp- yeah. uh, Sports Illustrated tweet that out. So let's take that with a grain of salt. Uh, yeah. But Sports um, Illustrated's wilding. They've dropped off. They've dropped off big it's time. so bad. Is is he on the hot seat? Do you think going into the season? Because well, I I had that as a as a note here. We need to talk about Bill Belichick. I do think I do think he is, but I think it's very like and people some outlets. I don't I don't know which ones exactly, but I've seen like the head like reporters and stuff because probably used to work for ESPN, but they laid everybody off, so I don't know who they work for now. But um. I've seen them just basically being like, what does it say about the Patriots that you have a top wide receiver who didn't choose the Patriots? Like that's pretty, that's pretty indicative. If you're given the same offer of like, why would he not go to the Patriots ever? It shifted so much there that that's not even remotely the same team, which I love. I really do love that. And I think at the end of the day for him, like that's an easier division that he joined. I mean, yeah, if you true. look at if you look at if you weigh that with the Patriots, I think that's going to hurt the Patriots for a little bit for getting this. Is like, hey, you're going to have to play, um, 
I mean, you're going against like the Jets who are, we'll find out, and the Bills. Like, why would you want to join that division? If you want to win. And the Dolphins. I mean, yeah. Like, if you want to win, why would you join that division? So I think, like, it's just, I, I think he made the, the only decision that was really going to come up. I don't hate it. It feels like the right thing. Like, it feels like he could play there. Like, it feels like he would play there. Um, I think te- I don't think this changed anything for Tennessee, really. They maybe, you know, I, I don't yeah, know that this makes I, him that much better. Like, I, I hope don't it's not like uh, acquiring Julio uh, where yeah. D-Hop just falls off the map like Julio did. It could easily be that kind of situation. But also, you know, you're taking a little bit of a gamble uh, because – we know what Mac Jones is, and he's just not that good. He really isn't. Uh, but we don't know what Will Levis is. And right up until the draft started, he was telling NFL teams that he's going number one overall. Yeah. And he slid to the second round. He could still be a good quarterback. I mean, good quarterbacks have been taken in the second round. Uh, it doesn't happen as much, but he could be good. And um, he could easily be an upgrade over Ryan Tannehill. And that is a weak division. The Colts are kind of in a re- in a mini rebuild. Yeah. The Jags made the playoffs last year, so that just should tell you how bad that division yeah. is. And the Texans are going through a rebuild as well. There's two rookie quarterbacks in that division, and well, I mean, he might be pe- playing for the third now. That's crazy. Three rookie. I do like, and I mean, for him, like, right? If he wants to play in the playoffs, that's probably the easiest route yeah. to the playoffs. I'd say that's right the easiest now. division to do it in. Like maybe maybe the NFC North. Because <laughs> apparently the Lions to are going to win that division. The Lions are apparently going to win the Super Bowl, I guess, is what word on the street's been. It's getting out of uh, hand with the Detroit Lions hype. And it's so bad. They need to remember Jared Goff is their quarterback, and they have a man as their head coach who cannot go more than a week without crying in front of yeah. the media. There has there has been what like one thing that I've continuously gone back to for Lions fans and when they do this thing, I'm like, we need to just remember, everyone remember, Jared Goff went to the Super Bowl with the Rams. He took he took the Rams to the Super Bowl, and then he was so bad after, okay? He has had one good year. He has not strung many good years together. So to think that he is going to all of a sudden now string all of this great football together, I feel like is a little bit out there. I feel like that might be slightly out there to think. Josh, you're forgetting they have a 26-year-old rookie quarterback as a a backup to him. So (laughs) Hendon Hooker could be be the guy. He could be the next Brandon Whedon. So there's that. So I don't know. I just (sighs) – the Lions went from being this team that you're like, oh, I hope they're maybe successful at some point. Like, oh, I can, see, you know, good for the Lions. They are only four games behind 500 this year. To they think that they're entitled to winning everything, and but I guess if you're a team that's never actually had success or won, you don't know how hard it is to win, so you're not going to know how far away you are from actually winning could be okay. a lot of it but so i have a question for you who yeah. is more likely to cry in this situation a three-year-old babe uh, i guess a baby dan campbell three. a two a two-year-old 
uh, toddler who just fell out of his chair and face planted onto the ground or Dan Campbell after a close loss? Dan Campbell after a close loss. Okay, that's correct answer. Yes. So I did see this thing. And if I'm a Lions fan, I'm terrified. I'm terrified by this news report I saw. Okay. So there was a man and he wanted to set a Guinness world record. The world record he set was consecutive days crying. He cried for seven straight days. Uh Uh-oh. And then when that happened, which I can see, right? Maybe if the Lions make the playoffs, if the Lions make the playoffs, Dan Campbell will cry for seven consecutive days. But then guess what? This guy was temporarily blind because he cried for seven straight days. So Dan Campbell could cry so much if the Lions are good because he's going to say, I'm so proud of this group. So proud of you guys. He's going to cry so much he could go blind. That's a very real thing wait, that could happen. I wait, just did this guy? did this guy cry once a day for seven days or it was like seven seven straight days of just tears for him the news report made it sound like it was seven straight days of crying that's crazy but then he went he was blind temporarily yeah well i i don't think dan campbell's a very good coach so that that could have already happened to him and he's just been playing it off so i don't know exactly but like yeah the lion, the Lions hype is really driving me absolutely insane. I need to find um, that news article and send it to my friend because he'll get pissed it, off at that. It's miserable. <laughs> I didn't click on it, but apparently, like, I don't know if it's just the you know when you rub your eyes and then you, it's like you're blurry for a little bit. If it was just kind of like that, like, oh, he was temporarily blind, or if he legitimately just couldn't see for a little bit. Um, okay, wait. I just looked it up. Okay. A Nigerian man who forced yeah. himself to cry for an entire week has has told how he went temporarily blind. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, I gotta send that to him. I so that's what that's what's gonna happen to the Lions this year. Dan Campbell is going to do it. I don't know. Like you're sitting there. Yeah, I, I the I'm just sick of the lions. I'm sick of the lions. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. How is that possible? I, don't I get that. Um, all right. Uh, some other uh, NFL news stories that wanted to wanted to go over here with you, Josh. Dak Prescott uh, has made some headlines today because he said yes. he is not going to throw ten interceptions this year. No, and I did so, want to talk about this. I, I agree. I agree. He's going to throw much more, probably. Yes, he right? is. <laughs> I, it's just I, not exactly 10, I yes. think, is what he meant. So I do I do love that. That is uh, that is an av- that's one of the, the best things that he could have done in this situation because it opens the door, right, for th- this is going to come up again. He can't be wrong. Like, he's going to be right 100% of the time in this situation situation because he's not exactly 10 he is not gonna throw exactly 10 picks okay i don't think there's any way he throws exactly 10 picks (laughs) but this is great for dallas fans because you're gonna get them being like yeah see prescott's not gonna throw any interceptions is what it's gonna turn into prescott said he wasn't gonna throw any picks um and then the rest of the world is gonna be able to take this and just be like yeah he's not gonna throw 10 when he throws 20 picks like it's gonna be 
comically, it, it's going to be comical. I do love the move by Dak trying to make some headlines here. Um, I, for one, have kind of forgotten about the Cowboys. Um, there's not hey, like you get, you can't wait, can't wait for you to come to Dallas then, man. It's yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've just, I've kind of forgotten that they even like are there. They haven't made many headlines or anything other than Zeke. Like there just hasn't been the usual, Oh, this, the Cowboys got these pieces. They're going to do all this stuff. They're going to win the Super Bowl. I know that's all probably coming. Like we're getting, we're now going to start getting those traditional teams. Like, storylines and everything right now it's been the bottom feeders of the league that have been dominating the storylines and everything um but yeah what were your thoughts on Dak Prescott's 10 interceptions like I feel like we're in agreement that it's gonna be yeah he's more he's gonna throw he's gonna throw a lot more he's gonna throw a lot more than 10 (laughs) I think I think it could be close to 20 um and well first off Mike McCarthy is going to be in charge of the offense this year. It's no longer Kellen Moore running. It's going to get weird. It's going to get weird. I think they're going to take a step back offensively. I do like the addition of Brandon Cooks, but their starting running back is not going to be ready for week one. He's coming off of a broken leg uh, in the playoffs last year, or maybe broken ankle, something like that. But he's not going to be ready week one. So they're going to be starting a rookie running back. They've they're probably going to re-sign Zeke at some point because it's only Deuce Vaughn right now, um, and you know Zeke will just get the league minimum. So they're not going to be running the ball very much, and that just means Dak is going to be throwing the ball even more. And CD Lamb still has the exact same hands that he had last yeah. year, from what I've been told, which means he's still susceptible to dropping dropping the football a lot. Um, and yeah, I mean, Brandon Cooks is a good pickup, but if you're going to be throwing the ball a lot more, you're going to be throwing more interceptions. And Dak did lead the NFL in interceptions last year, in case he forgot about that. Yeah. It just, I'm going to go out there and say it felt like a very unnecessary thing for yeah, him. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate it because we didn't have a lot to talk about today. So yes. thank you, Dak, for uh, giving us something to talk about. Dak is. That that's all he's good for. What really sucks for me, personally, we're at a loss here. Skip Bayless still does not have a show, so we no. don't get to listen to him. I I think he's taking talk off about until this. like NFL. He is. Back up. He is. I've heard R- Richard Coward. Sherman's been floating around as a possible oh my co arguer with him. Ugh. So. Then I think if that show could get more unwatchable, I think it would have just gotten more unwatchable. But we don't hey, need to go. Is, Richard Sherman's a Stanford guy, so there's that. We don't need to go to, like we don't need to go back down the skip skip hole right now. I mean, we will. We're going to eventually, but yeah, um, we don't at this moment. Last NFL thing I think that I have. Um, this isn't it, but actually like 70% of the Super Bowl ads have already been sold, which is just crazy to me. Um, the, the season hasn't even started, and they've already sold like 70% of the ad space for the hey, Super Bowl. Hey, it's a Super Bowl for advertisers too. Yeah, so I I love that. But anyway, as first reported by Totally Unbiased Sports, the New York Jets have hard knocks this year. Yeah, and as we, were also, on that, we were on that way before everyone as else. As also first reported by... Totally unbiased sports. Not going to name names here because we're a team and we do it together. But as 
also reported the Jets will be limiting the access that HBO has. And so Hard Knocks might look a little bit different. Two yeah, things reported by Totally that. Unbiased Sports multiple weeks ago. So yeah. thank you to should, Adam Schefter for breaking that this week. Yeah, we we were on that first. And uh, Josh, I just uh, real quick, uh, and I'll talk about this as well, about the Hard Knocks news as well. But you gave me the idea. We should just say that we're ex-ESPN employees. We could. No fired. one would know. How yeah. would they know? Yeah, this is smart. Okay. A couple of ex-ESPN employees here. Let's see. Well, that we... means we would have had to work for the for ESPN. A which... once proud franchise. Yeah, let's you know. buy let's buy ESPN polos and then we can just like cross out the ESPN logo. Yeah. And we just need... wear them and be like Japan former puts a totally ES... unbiased logo on it then. Former ESPN employees yeah. start a spin-off podcast. Nice. I like it. Boom. Um but yeah. So the Jets do have hard knocks. I knew that they would limit access. I, I I knew that as soon as they said the as soon as we knew that the Jets were doing hard yes. knocks because of Aaron Rodgers and because don't go back and listen to the tapes because Kellen knew. Yeah, and- <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen to everything that I had to say about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> do not do not go back and listen to the tapes on anything that's been here and don't like because you won't. You definitely won't find an argument when I said that the Jets have hard knocks. There definitely yeah. wasn't a. Do they? I don't know if they do yet. Yeah, they might not have hard knocks. Well, no, I we was were just in agreement about... they were going to get it. We yeah. were in agreement they were going to get it. It was first reported by Totally Unbiased Sports, though. I was just no. thinking, like, if you want to go back and have proof of that, maybe like we might. I might need to delete one of those Aaron Rodgers episodes one day if I ever maybe. did a good job. Uh, but <laughs> no, I'm not going to. Who cares? Uh, but yeah, he he needs to control his own narrative. He's, I mean. He he is what he is at this point. We know it. I've said it before, and um, it's not surprising. And I don't know if we're going to get any Aaron Rodgers in Hard Knocks now. That's because they've of... already preemptively said that, which means I think HBO has already preemptively agreed to it, which is I... weird for them. They're not going to show players get cut this year, which is also weird. That's Who's... happened every year. What okay, that... what makes the Jets think that they're so special and above all this all of a sudden? <sighs> It's that, because they brought Aaron Rodgers into their locker room. That is the absolute. So that's the Jets saying they don't want people to be cut, or is that HBO just saying they're not going to do it? Do you that know was the, the cutting? That was the Jets. So saying the Jets that. was the cutting. Yeah, they said okay. it's not humane to show. Which okay, I, okay, that's the best scene. That's that's the best scene. I think it's actually. I'm going to advocate for it, and this is not probably why you think it is. But I think it just, it's good to remind the fans, I think, a lot. Like, it's a good reminder of the fact that they are humans. Like, there are actual lives behind this. Because every year on Hard Knocks, we get, like, all attached to this tight end, this rookie tight end or whatever, like this guy, this journeyman, whoever it is, whoever they pick, that's a fringe guy to make the roster. We get attached to him and his story and we get to learn about him and we're like, wow, this is a really great guy. And then he just gets cut. And so I think personally, yes, it sucks to show that, but I think it's great like to help show showcase the fact that they are actually humans behind this because we lose sight of that. Now, I don't want too much of it. Keep it in the off season because don't do that during the season. I need like 
that's just an object on my screen. There's not a real person behind what I'm yelling at, but I personally like that touch of hard knocks. That's, so. that's something to say right there. <laughs> wow. That's just an object. Um, I'm, but Jersey, that's just a uniform is probably what I should say is that's just a uniform is really what I meant <laughs> as in that, better, I guess, yeah. but here, here, let cheer me for the laundry, Kellen. We do cheer for the laundry. You're right about that. Uh, let me tell you why that they're probably limiting access. It's because and I know I said I wasn't going to say much about Aaron Rodgers, but I'm about to say a whole lot about him right now. Um, it's because he's turned into a little bit of a LeBron James now where he is now the GM of the New York Jets and not whoever the GM actually is. He's controlled basically every player that has been added this offseason. Even before yes. they added Aaron Rodgers, he's been in control of who's he's just getting all of his friends. He's getting all of his friends because he has no family in New York and he has no family to hang out with. And that's really the only people that are close with him. So it kind of makes sense for him. So when players are cut, it's not necessarily going to be who the GM wants cut. It's going to be who Aaron Rodgers wants cut. So he has to figure out a way to kind of sneak around that. It's going to be like that episode of the office where uh, Michael tries to get Toby fired. Yeah. And we know Aaron Rodgers has access to plenty of illegal drugs. Yeah. Uh, so he's just going to plant that on guys. And that's not necessarily right to show that on camera like the office did. Uh, yeah. Because they're not getting, uh, th- they're losing their jobs in unfair ways. And they're losing it because um, Aaron Rodgers is a bad person. Yeah, I am. I am with you on that one. Um, Rodgers is basically just doing the thing where he's just. He's getting all of his – it's what you do in high school. He's doing what you do in high school where – How would you know first, you didn't go to high school? First person gets a job. I worked with people that did this. First person <laughs> gets a job, and then all their friends get that job too. Like, you just want to work with your friends and hang out with them. So Rogers gets this job. Then he recruits all of his friends to come there. Like – if it wasn't him, it'd be a pretty sick idea. Like you just hang out with your friends and you play football football every day. Like that's kind of cool. But then you put Aaron Rodgers and it's a miserable thing. Um, do you do you feel bad for uh, Randall Cobb at all? I feel like that dude has wanted to retire for like five years now, and Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is like, dude, please, don't, just one more do season. Don't do it. <laughs> I can't, can't walk anymore. One more season. Yeah, yeah, I do feel a little bit bad for him, and I don't know. I mean. I'm not surprised. I don't know. I get that HBO wanted this, but you knew it was coming and there were all these talks at that point. Just give us like Chicago or something. That would be more fun to have full access inside and like see Justin Fields and everything versus you're only going to see Aaron Rodgers when he's doing drills, maybe during practice. Like you're not going to get, all of the behind the scenes stuff that you want from the jets. So why wouldn't they just give us like the bears? What if, what if we, uh, uh, get that episode where Aaron Rodgers is like, dude, check out my crib and he invites everyone in their house. And it's just got those weird, uh, like hippie drapes everywhere. I do have and a just, feeling just starts doing drugs with, uh, with the camera crew. I do. That'd have be kind of sick. It is. That would be, I do think that there is going to be an Aaron Rodgers episode, but it's going to be, so horrendously controlled by Aaron Rodgers, and it's just going to be him talking about how great of a guy he is and how great of a person he is. And 
like all of the stuff that he's doing and like his because I do think he loves the platform to talk about all of his psychedelics and stuff he does. So I yeah. think he might get a an episode or a portion of an episode where he just talks about like all of his recovery things he does and all of that. And it's going to suck. I hope, I hope, I hope the jets really piss off HBO and they, and they don't give them like any access. So they're just like, screw it. We're going to talk to Jordan Rogers now. And then we get, it would be hysterical family's side on everything. First August 8th is the first episode that comes out. HBO tries to get in August 9th and all their access cards are denied for the Jets building because they put something stupid in there. Um, (laughs) They put they put Aaron Rodgers yelling at like, come on, man, at a teammate after he dropped the pass or something. And then it's just completely (laughs) it. Their access is revoked. It's done. Well, it, that's something we don't have to worry about because Aaron Rodgers is perfectly okay with publicly throwing his teammates under the bus. Yeah. So, uh, that, that'll happen with his own doing with or without See, the HBO cameras the, there. The difference is, he ne- like, what what does he do? Now that he got all of his friends, because his big thing was he could throw any teammates under the bus because Green Bay traded away and got rid of all his friends and everything. Now he has all of his friends. Is he going to just publicly throw his friends under the bus? Or, like, it's a different thing where, like... Hey, the excuses are done. This is the end of the line for you, buddy. Okay, that's That's all I gotta say. That is the only downside to building your own team, is you're really the one that, like, this goes south. That's on you. Yeah. I mean... I'm excited. And what's great, what is so fantastic, and this kind of happened to us, we don't, like, I remember Brett Favre, as just like being comically bad and (laughs) there is going to be a whole generation of kids that will only remember Aaron Rodgers as being bad. If he sucks. Oh, how amazing is that? All of these, all these kids wearing Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow jerseys and Josh Allen jerseys are literally only going to remember Aaron Rodgers as being a bad quarterback on the New York Jets. Man, how lucky those kids must be because <laughs> that will never happen to me, how unfortunately. Ama- how amazing is that going to be? Oh, um, I'm jealous of those kids. I was born in the wrong decade, man. Yeah. That sucks. Hey, you, sure. could be, you could be your dad having to live through Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Both in their prime. <laughs> like, like I said, you're going to be out of a co-host if that happens. <laughs> so, sorry, you you don't want that. So, but yeah, I just I, that was a, that was a thought I just had. I do want to ask you, Kellen, the Bears. Where what is going on in Chicago? If anything, where are you at? I gave my kind of Steelers breakdown on what I you know the off season report. The only thing I've seen out of the Bears camp is that. Um, Justin Fields, it came to my attention. Justin Fields wears the same number as Cody Parkey. Don't know what that, I don't know what that means. I think it could mean something. I'm not sure. It's kind of, it's kind of, you know, when you had to, when, when back in the Bible days, you had to dream and you had to go get interpreted. I want to know, I want to know where your head was at when you, when you sent me that message. Were you just sitting there some random Wednesday and you're like, hmm, I feel like ruining Kellen's entire week today. Is that, is that where your head was at? Because I don't understand why you sent me that text (laughs) message at all. 
Um, why, why did you tell me that? That because that was just genuinely. I was like, I had no idea, but this is very funny to me that they wear the same. Oh, number. so you, yeah, you, you needed to pass that information along to me because no, you, I th- you you knew you knew that would ruin me. You I knew. knew okay, I knew it would rattle you and yeah. make you think. Like my mind was just like, oh, he's gonna just be like maybe like. Oh man, if the like I, I'm thinking you're gonna be thinking the Bears make the playoffs, you're gonna just go to oh crap. Like if what if Justin Fields makes an error? If, if there's like some it weird you uh, way if, further than that. Yeah, if there's like some weird Mandela effect and I find out that Chris Conti actually wore number one and not number thirty seven, I'm gonna blow my brains out. It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be a bad day for everyone. Uh because <laughs> I, I I didn't didn't want to know that didn't want to ever know that um, and now I know it and now it's that until until Justin Fields wins the Super Bowl that that's all that's all that's going to be in my head uh, but off season is going well it's kind of like the Steelers where you're not getting a lot of stories which is probably a good thing more than anything and uh, videos were just coming out today of Justin Fields taking pictures with a bunch of kids a bunch of fans of his great dude oh. uh, something that you know. It's just something that a guy who gets it does. So not I, I like that. So the only videos we've seen from Justin Fields are him hanging out with kids, not like actually throwing a football, looking really smooth with it or Here, anything. Here's the here's the other. I the, did see a report that he was he looked fast. Here, here's the great thing: all like all Bears related tweets basically the last week have been just uh, media members hyping up Justin Fields. It's like there's one. There's only one person at House Hall right now. That person is Justin Fields. Stuff like that. So he's been he's been putting the work into. Uh, Do we know that, or did he just get smart and park his car out front of the building? Because that would be hysterical. He pays the. Either way, he either way, he's at least tricking people. And he pays that, the that night. He pays, he pays the night janitor to just drive like drive his car. And wow, Justin Fields is putting in a lot of work, and he's at home sleeping. Yeah. So I I'm at least aware. Uh, or at least I feel like he's putting in a lot of work and that's, that's good enough for me right now. It's all you uh, need. I'm getting a little bit frustrated right now because the bears are going to go 12 and five this year. At least they're going to go at least 12 and five. And people don't believe me when I make that prediction. They don't just believe that they're not going to go 12 and five. They don't even believe that. I think that they're going to go 12 and five. The bears are going to be 12 and five this year, Josh. Just saying. It's an easy division. It's wide open. It is an easy division. Um, and they have an easy schedule, too. I'll, I'll give uh, Kansas City. We're probably going to lose to Kansas City. We could go 15-2, and two, honestly. Yes. I. Okay, you're going to need to pump the brakes on that one. That's hard to do. Yeah, we, still, we still don't have a defensive line, so I'm a little worried about that's that. Gonna but, uh, very, it, that's going to be very – that's hard to do. Doable. Okay. that It's hard to do. Um, Let me see. Packers, Bucks, Chiefs, Broncos, Commanders, Vikings, Raiders, Chargers, Saints, Panthers, Lions, Vikings, Lions, Browns, Cardinals, Falcons, Packers. That's an easy schedule that you just read right there. Tell me I'm wrong about that. You're not wrong, but the schedule is also filled with a lot of question mark teams. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, I get like, that. And there's a lot of 
and right the question, now, and the question that I've answered already is: the Bears are better than those teams. But the Bear, I don't want to argue with you. This makes me sick that I have to try and I'm trying to bring you back a little bit from making a Dak Prescott. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's probably but, smart. I, <laughs> like I, I'm only setting myself up for disappointment, really, right now. You were what was the Bears' record last year, Colin? <laughs> three and fourteen. Yeah, they started. What did they start? Two they and start, three and two. They started three and two, and then someone tweeted out something about like there's no way they go one in thirteen or something the rest of the one year. One in eleven. One in eleven the rest of the year, they, and they did exactly. They were that. right. No, they were yeah. right. They were. They, they said yeah. So, <laughs> so whatever that tweet happened. That's the, that's the Dak Prescott qualifier right there. So that tweet did happen. I just I want to keep you from being there. What if we just like maybe five hundred? Because five hundred. How, how can you go five hundred if you have an odd number of games? Riddle me that, Josh. That's where. That's where you go. Like either way, that's you get a game. Like you get a game. Well, we're not like, going go below five hundred. If if I already predicted twelve and five, I'm not about to go eight and nine. Okay, nine and eight. Twelve and five. I'll give you I'll give you nine and eight. I know you're trying to talk me down, but I'm not ready to be talked down right now. We're we're in the middle of the offseason and I'm getting excited for football too, just like you. And yeah. I I'll probably get there. I'll probably be talked back to nine and eight. There might be an injury that happens during training camp that talks me back a little bit. Maybe Darnell Mooney is coming back a little bit slower than expected. And uh and then the the realization that we don't have anyone on our defensive line uh, yeah. is good. We'll set in a little bit more. But right now, I'm firmly twelve and five. Also, I don't think, I don't think this is the week to talk me back. I think it maybe later, maybe okay. later. I'll, I'm open to the idea. Maybe I won't. Maybe I won't talk you back. What if we just reframe that take and we just promise the playoffs? Because that's easier to get right yeah i mean 12 and 5 is is playoffs certainly so you're right about what if like we just go playoffs because if you you hypothetically could get into the playoffs with a losing record and then you would still be correct okay i'll I'll compromise on that this week so bears are a playoff team bears are a playoff team they're a playoff team i think the steelers are a playoff team yeah i really do i I do i actually do too because i the Steelers' biggest weakness was their offensive line protecting Kenny Pickett, think, and they they addressed that this offseason. I think the Steelers can actually wreak havoc, and it just makes me so okay. happy because Wait, we're I'm doing, ready. We're doing to a bad go. job. We're doing a bad job. Am, we need to bring each other back I down to so, earth, and instead we're hyping up no, each other's. Teams I am right so now. ready to dunk on everybody. Like I want to be that guy whose team was average for a year, and it was the worst, and now we're back with a vengeance. Like. I just, I think the Steelers are going to be a force to be reckoned with going forward. Like, I know there's going to be an injury or something that happens, but I, oh man, I really, really, like, everything I've seen from, like, Kenny Pickett, it's just, it's textbook, everything you want. The command, like, all of these guys are coming out saying, like, Kenny Pickett has such great command of the football. I haven't seen people with this great command, and I just want the Steelers to go on an absolute tear and destroy the league so we can just shut up this 
Kenny Pickett hating talk and just go like, yeah. Hey, I'm with, it, I'm with you, but you know, just the Justin Fields version of that. So like, I, we, we both know how, uh, how we're feeling right at now. At some point, at some point, the Kenny, the small hands with Kenny Pickett and him wearing two gloves is just, that's old. That's lazy. Yeah. You have to get new material because yeah. also Joe Burrow tried to stretch his hands to make them bigger. So that's why true. Joe Burrow has small hands. He actually like Joe Burrow had such small hands that he thought he needed to stretch his hands. Kenny Pickett's never done that. So yeah, that's, he's got more confidence than Joe so, Burrow. Yes, he does. And people I, say Joe Burrow's most confident quarterback in the league, but I, I love, I do. I love football being semi back. This is the best time. I'm just I miss it so much. I just want the NFL. Well, to this be is back. not this is not the best time because we football like, is not yet back. Right it, but like this is where I haven't seen. In a way, this is the best time because we haven't seen anything. That's true. So yeah, the, we so, can throw our outlandish. So this is out, our own like narrative of just what it is. This yeah. is probably this moment right here is the happiest we're going to be with our two teams <laughs> That's true. until. Until July of 2024, this is the happiest we will be with our two teams. Yeah, you see, you see the hard knocks uh, <laughs> segment that comes out. It's like, hey, right now is the healthiest that we're going to be as a team. Yes. Right now is also the happiest that we're going to yes. be as fans right now. So just appreciate what's this happening. This is the most mentally stable I will be as a Steelers fan until this time next year. Correct. That's correct. Uh, so let's talk about a sport that is happening right now. And let's transition into some baseball talk. Yep. I was going to talk about the White Sox for a second because I was very excited because they just took two of three from the best team in baseball this weekend. Um, and then they immediately gave up six runs to the Mets in the first inning. Uh, so, But congratulations, they're going to win two of three against the Mets. According to Frank the Tank, they are. So this and is their... The fact that Frank the Tank said we're taking two of three <laughs> lets me know that the White Sox are going to get swept by the Mets because he wasn't even... If, if Frank the Tank is really down on the Mets... He's going to say that they get swept, and he was really down on the Mets, but he still understands the team <laughs> that the Mets are about to face is the Chicago White Sox. And he's like, the Mets are feeble, but we are not the Chicago White Sox. So I, I'm not I'm not happy about the White Sox. I, I, I haven't been happy about them all season, and um, it's just going to continue to be that way. I'm almost, it, It's sad. It's It really is sad because – the only thing I can really be excited about now for the rest of the season in baseball is to see the return for players that we're going to inevitably trade away. Yeah. And the, the, the return's not going to be great because the players that we're trading away are having awful seasons. Yeah, that's, that is, that's really tough. And I, I'm kind of with you with the Pirates, but I don't, I don't know what they're doing. There's yeah. no direction in this organization. Well, let's... There, there is a team that while they don't have as bad of a record as our teams, they are possibly more disappointing right now. Yeah. And that's the New York Yankees who have the fallen Yankees. to last place in the American League East. Yes. And What's hysterical, though, what's very funny about this is the Pirates are, they just fell to last place. They are probably, have been like, 10 oh, games that was, below I like sorry but that happened fast <laughs> yes it did but they were like 10 games below 500 the Yankees are like six games above 500 and they're <laughs> yeah, it's still so, it, they're in a good division what's that's what's amazing about this is that like we can 
it's very fun because up until two days ago, I could sit here with my team being so far below 500 and still have bragging rights over Yankees fans whose team is above 500 but is in last place. Like, yeah. That's amazing. Well, the, that's a good, the good feeling for us. Here's the good news, Josh, is that uh, I believe it was Joel Sherman. He tweeted out uh, that the Yankees are looking for help this season. The Yankees don't rebuild. Uh, they retool, if anything. Yeah. So they're going to they're gonna stock up, make some trades this season. All they're looking for right now is uh, starting pitching help, relief pitching help, and catching help. So <laughs> they just need to overhaul their roster completely. And yeah. then they're going to be right back in uh, playoff position. What's so amazing, worry. so one of my coworkers is a, is a Yankees fan, and I've taken an interesting route with this where I have become a Yankees fan. Oh, yeah. so I'm sure I'm your coworker loves that. So I'm just like, don't worry, man. We're going to get this. Like, I think we're really going to turn this season around. Um, wow, we played terrible last night, didn't we? Or we played great and, like, absolutely hates me. Because I'm jumping on this, I'm just doing it to, yeah, be a pain. But there's only thing, there's only one thing worse than me disliking your team, and that's me liking your team. Yeah, it, truly, you're <laughs> like, right about that. <laughs> there's me cheering for your team is probably is definitely worse than me hating everything about your team. That's the kiss of death. <laughs> it really is. So that's it's a fun tactic because to take. it it never I, when when you've hopped on one of my teams, it's never gotten to the point where oh my team is playing well and now I can enjoy the success with my friend Josh because <laughs> if they are playing well, which by the way has not happened, you're immediately jumping off immediately. There's no <laughs> there's no loyalty there. You're only there to piss people off. So. It's just, it, it's, it's like sitting but, under a hydraulic press. Like the, go, it just gets worse and worse. Okay. And but go to work, lose your will to live. Try it with, try it with the Cowboys. Just go in be like, Hey, did you see what Dak said? We're totally going to be back this year. <laughs> I'm going to do that. It actually sounds like, like a lot of fun. Like it's going to make everyone so mad. Yeah. yeah. It's a really fun. It's a really fun thing to do. It you, I wish you knew how fun it was, like how fun it is to be uh, a football fan in Dallas when the Cowboys are losing games. It it is. It sounds true. amazing. I'm it, jealous. It, it really that. is one of the most fun, like one, one of the simple pleasures of life. Uh, yeah, I love it. Um, other baseball news that I just wanted to mention here, real quick, is Shohei Otani, and we've talked about him before plenty. Yeah, but. He's the best player of all time, Josh. He is. That's a fact. He okay. is the great he he's the greatest baseball player to ever step on a baseball field. And I'm I'm firmly in that camp now. He's so good. Cuz he finally had an A+ pimp job on a home run, and that's all I was yeah. looking for. Okay. I like it. I'll give you that one. I don't really want I don't know that like Yeah. Why not? Let's do it. We need at some point, we need to see an undisputed great player play. Yeah. This, so the, maybe the it's thing the, is, like, we, we've had the we, – we have, like, our undisputed goats for a lot of sports. You got, you got MJ. 
got Wayne Gretzky. We didn't. Baseball well, really hasn't had one. Um, and it's Lemieux. always been up for debate. Lemieux. Yeah, well, you're a Lemieux guy. I, I was doing a Sporkle quiz at work today because um, I, I made a bunch of sales, so I didn't have to. Yeah. I And I don't always do it work. Uh, but I was doing a quiz, and it was uh, name uh, 90s M- or 80s MVPs uh, across the big four sports leagues. Dude, Gretzky won nine MVPs in the 80s. And the yeah. only guy to knock him off, though, to be fair, was Lemieux. I'm telling you, if Lemieux, like, Lemieux was a better hockey player than Wayne Gretzky. If he didn't get cancer and all this other stuff, he would have dominated that. Like, he was the best. Anytime he was healthy and playing, he was the best hockey player in the world. He was so good, and people don't realize how good this guy was. He is clearly, like, he he's, he's better than Gretzky. I mean, I'm becoming more and more convinced of it by the day, just the things that you see about him. I mean, do you have any uh, resentment towards Gretzky because everybody does consider him the greatest? No, I don't. I feel feel like there's not really that in hockey as much as other sports because Gretzky's a good dude and you're, and there's way more respect among hockey players. Yeah. I really like, I don't because it is like, it's Wayne, like it's Wayne Gretzky. But let me ask you this, Kellen, would you rather be great or magnificent? I I probably magnificent. Uh, it just sounds better, but don't there really was no the difference. Well, Lemieux was referred to as magnificent. Okay, versus well, the great one. You know, so, I don't know. Over argument. Like I'm, just, I'm just saying. You can go with that, but yeah, but I, isn't like, there also the stat? If you took away every Wayne Gretzky goal, he would still be the all-time leading scorer. Leading scorer, yeah, yeah, he would be, yeah. But no, I mean, like. He he Wayne Gretzky's a heck of a player. He's he's an all time. He is an all time great. Hot, hot take on totally unbiased sports. He's, Wayne he's an all time great. Good, like good I'm not. This is not. This is not the me putting down Alex Ovechkin type debate yeah. here. This is just a. That's why I wanted to give you the chance to at yeah. least uh, say this Wayne is Gretzky just a is like I respect Wayne Gretzky so much, but I would love to see in my lifetime just the undisputed great player in a sport. Like we see the well, best, we, ha- we have it. In, we do have it in the greatest of, like the most dominant athlete of any sport ever. Like it, he does exist, and he's still alive, and he's still competing today. So, that's okay. Joey Chestnut. Yes, that is true. We yeah. do have Joey Chestnut, but it would be great to have one athlete that I get to watch, and then like everyone's watching his highlights years down the road, being like, "Wow, he was just so dominant." And I don't know that that's going to happen. Josh, hey, maybe for this guy's trip, uh, if 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 that doesn't pan out, we do a Josh and Kellen trip, 4th of July, Coney Island, to see the GOAT. We should do that one year. I mean, we got to do it before he retires. I think maybe we I, should do I, th- that. I think he's got a lot of dogs left in him still. So, you know, it's not urgent right now, but it, it has to be done eventually. We maybe should do that. That'd be sick. That could be kind of fun. Kind of fun. That'd be all, that'd be all time. We should look. We gotta look for something that. Uh, yeah, we got a year to plan this right now, at least. Because I have a feeling. Least. I have a well. No, I have a good feeling about him breaking the record next year, like the <laughs> yeah. world record. I got a funny feeling in my bad ankle that it might just happen. Yeah, we might have to do that. Yeah. 
um next well we have to do it we might have to do it next year okay um but that's a great idea kellen just contributed a good idea do you have any other baseball notes now that we're talking about hot dog eating that's that's they are all i have on uh on baseball um so yeah if you got any hockey news you want to throw in here uh, i really don't there's really not too much going on i'm still waiting on eric carlson to get traded to the penguins um hockey's kind of died down as of right now the development camps and everything are going on i think we're gonna start like i'm getting i mean connor bedard did officially sign with the blackhawks now yep he did my dad watched him practice the other day, sent me some videos. I should have forwarded that to you so you can that see. That is going to be sick where uh, – yeah, please please send me some Connor so. videos. Uh, that is sick that the Hawks, for the next three years, they're going to get practically a 30-goal score for less than a million dollars a year yeah. because of the entry-level contract. It's, that, that is great. It is That is really the best – it's the best time is when you can get good young players. Um, But, there, yeah, there's not, not a whole lot going on. In the hockey world, Vegas is doing all their Stanley Cup stuff, but we're just kind of vibing. And I think th- that might kick us over to segments. Do you have any? Yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry, we buried the lead. Wait, you might mention this. We'll talk about the buried lead after segments. Let's go into segments. <laughs> Let's just bury it even more. Yes, we're bur- <laughs> we're now knowingly burying the lead, but go ahead, Kellen. Okay. Well, where do you want to start then with segments? Where should then? we start? Let's well, you tell me because I like. Well, let's at least find out the, if we buried player the lead. of the week. Okay, so we did bury the lead because my wait player. Oh, shoot, I don't. I don't have a player of the week. Uh, so you go first, then I'll think of mine. I can give. I'll give you yours. Okay. Um, my player of the week is Pittsburgh Pirates general manager Ben Charrington. Because is this burying the lead here. No. Okay. All right. This one's mine, and then I'm okay. going to give you yours. Oh, sweet. That sweet. was gotcha. burying the lead. So, Pirates GM, because the Pittsburgh Pirates made history today, and it was actually for paying someone the most amount of money that they've ever been paid. So, we signed um, Paul Skeens, signed him today, most money we um, that a rookie's gotten, or whatever, I think was the. He's going to be nasty. Headline. He's so, going to be really good. Yep, I'd be I'd be very excited about that. What's amazing? They signed him, they inked that deal, bring him and his family to the game. Pirates are losing like eight to one, but we got the contract signed. He cannot run away now. We're good. See see how bad we need you. This is here's the money to prove it. I think he's probably regretting saying, "I would like to win two World Series in Pittsburgh." Oh, ooh, that's <laughs> a tall order. He right did there. say that, and they are losing to the Guardians. Eight so I didn't, I didn't realize Paul Skeens is also the next Shohei Otani, yeah. and he can also hit too. Yeah, he could so, do that. So he's gonna be playing bad. every day. Yeah, that's bad. But Kellen, your player of the week, please tell me, is LeBron James because he's not retiring. He officially announced he is not retiring. <laughs> Oh great! <laughs> he announced yeah. the, he announced we, the SBs. He's not retiring, and uh, <laughs> hey, hey, LeBron, we knew that as soon as you mentioned retirement. Just so you know, we knew that you were just trying to duck questions about getting swept in the Western <laughs> Conference Finals. So, actually, and, as first reported once again on yeah. Totally Unbiased Sports, LeBron James is not retiring, and I'm just personally glad that he did it for us. He couldn't rob us of that, as he was so kindly pointed out that he couldn't rob us of getting to see him play. 
And what he the helped, what the hell did he do this year to get recognized at the ESPYS? I don't understand. Like, I can, is there just an inaugural LeBron James segment at the ESPYS every I, year? Because I, all he did was play for the Lakers this year. He didn't do anything yeah. special. There was nothing, I think it, it was just another year of sucking his. Of, and the best, the know. best part, the best part is he was just like, yeah. I'm not going to retire until like I don't give a hundred percent or I can't give a hundred percent to this game or whatever. I'm like, you've never even played oh, defense. So you've yeah. never given a hundred percent. So you should have retired. So LeBron James 100% is 50% yeah. because he only plays half the game to begin. With. <laughs> I'm like, you so once he even, stops playing offense is when you spend yeah. an entire year talking about how you, how you want to play with your son and you're going to stay in the league so you can play with your son, get swept. Hey, I might retire, go to the ESPYs. I'm not retiring. I couldn't do that to you guys. <laughs> there's there there's so many videos of him yelling at his teammates to play defense while his man is blowing by yeah. him to the basket. So it's, I I don't know. It's I, the best. We we talked about my two favorite athletes today, like we yeah. do every episode. No. <laughs> do you think we could ever go an episode without talking about Aaron Rodgers and LeBron James? Not not even or and. Probably not. Maybe. Probably not. I don't think we so. We maybe could without thinking about it, but. They're always on my mind, unfortunately. Yeah. So like when, pe- when people say, oh, hey, rent free, I'm not offended by that. Of course, they're rent free. Yeah. I've known that. I've known that for a very long time now. I'm a gl- great philanderer. <laughs> yes. The office. <laughs> I give them free rent, you know. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so, coach of the week, Josh. Who do you have? Um, might be a theme here. Pittsburgh Pirates manager Derek Shelton. Okay. Do you remember who the Pirates drafted first overall last year? Mm, no, of course not. The position, possibly. No. So they drafted a catcher, Henry Davis. Okay. Sound familiar at all? No. Yes, it doesn't. Okay, guess who's on their roster now? Uh, Henry in Davis. In the big leagues, yeah. Guess. Oh, hey. Was he drafted at college then? I think so. Yeah. He had to be. if he's. Guess what position playing. he's not playing. Catcher. Correct. That's not good. Nope. That's, that's not – I'm sorry. That's not a good thing at all. <laughs> nope. If, you, if you're drafting a catcher number one overall, you'd like them to play catcher because their other options are DH and first base. So – and you don't want to draft a first baseman number one overall. Yeah, he's. Is, they, did he play? Did he play first base? No, they actually have him right field or one I, of the fields. That's so. bad. That's also a bad sign. That's just Wilson Contreras right there. So, and he's not been hitting well. Um, Wilson Contreras. So, I'm not not entirely sure what's going on there. They are getting. Yeah, just, he, he might not be hitting well because he's not playing his natural position. Probably. Who's the Pirates catcher this year that he can't push they over? Had, okay, no, this is where it gets really bad. So they had Austin Hedges, and Hedges couldn't hit. He, like, he couldn't hit worth anything. He was just striking out. He was dropping balls. He couldn't frame a pitch to save his life. Now, Austin they, Hedges has been DFA'd this year already. Now, by a different team, right? Did he start I think the year so. with the Pirates? I don't think so. I don't know. Okay, but he's yeah, because I'm pretty sure he got DFA'd by the Guardians so this year. He's gotten booed every single night by the ten fans that are now showing up to watch this. He's yeah. getting he's getting booed because of him being a complete idiot. And then 
They bring up another guy from Indianapolis. I think Rodriguez is his name. Now he's catching. We still have, like, it doesn't make sense to me. Derek Shelton, coach of the week. I hate <laughs> trying to get into baseball. I hate trying to, like, be well, a Pirates fan. This yeah. is so miserable. If if it makes you feel any better, uh, and if you feel confused at all, I am the baseball fan, and I'm confused by what they're doing. So. I hope I hope this is just I'm not close enough to it to understand everything, and maybe I missed the memo that they were like ever like we're switching Henry Davis to right field, or that he wanted to have a position switch or something. I'm hoping I missed a giant memo. Um, it it's and- not. It's not a good sign if you drafted a catcher number one and he's not catching. That's no, all I'm going to say on that. I don't like. I don't know a lot about baseball, but I kind of came to that conclusion that that might not be good well, because catchers are never as good of hitters, uh, and their value is in their defense. And the fact that he can't be put behind the plate is not a testament to his defense. So I, I, I would, I would not. But be I don't know that it's he can't be like. I don't know that he's even had enough time behind the plate to not be good behind the plate. I, apparently the manager thinks so. I, I don't know that I've seen this guy catch yet. I've seen well, him catch like twice. Yeah. That's, but, that's even worse. Just so you know, you're that that's worse. Like he should at least let me see him catch. It can't be worse than a hedges. Well, Hedges can't hit, so you would think that he is at least a good catcher. It's so bad. Davis can at least hit somewhat. Like, he can pop through a single whenever, but who's your coach of the week? I don't This team's so bad. Uh, My coach of the week is Pat Fitzgerald, who has just been fired by Northwestern. And he's the only good coach in their athletic program history. So... This Northwestern has still not come out and said what the hazing scandal yeah, was or yeah, really any that they, they they said. Was it bad? Semi. What was what parts was it? parts of it were bad. Other parts were not. There was some stuff like in the showers and beating people and stuff like that. Okay. So there yeah, were, sounds sounds like he deserves to get fired. You can then. go read it. There were some things that were like there were some things where you're kind of like, no. Any anytime I hear shower and yeah. the coach getting fired, I'm gonna be on the side of the not the guy. The guy oh no, him. I'm totally on that. But there were like other things that you're kind of like, I don't know, like that's locker room stuff. There were yeah. some minor things. There were a few so, big ones that you're I'll like, call, I'll call it a backhanded coach of the week because he has like Northwestern has never had a good athletic yeah. program they've never had a good coach and he's been their only good one and he was crummy enough to get himself fired apparently. and it all does it all does seem like things that could not possibly happen in a locker room without the coach knowing yeah so that so that's, that's, you, that's anyone that was worse. taking pat fitzgerald's side before information came out i understand Darren uh, it did, well, Darren Ravel was radio silent. We can um, directly address Darren Ravel here. Yeah, Darren well, you, com- <laughs> you compared me to Darren Ravel already, so apparently maybe Ravel of the now. week is still Callan uh, Getty. <laughs> but like a- anyone who like defended him before the information came out, I get it because, like, like I said, Northwestern has done nothing athletically ever, 
And yeah. it just it almost seemed like a rash decision because they just weren't releasing any information. But also at the same time, you have to understand if they're willing to part ways with that guy, the only good coach they've ever had, it has to be something bad. It has yeah. So it's, yeah, it's tough for the Fitzgerald defenders, Ravel. Um, yeah. And it, yeah, I mean, it, I'm disavowing, I'm disavowing all bad things this episode. I haven't it, gotten myself in trouble no, yet. You're good. Yeah. And so, now, and I'm not about to. That's what we love to see. All right, then let's move on. Let's go. We have tweet, tweet. Yeah. So no tweet of the week this week, Josh, because um the the issue has been fixed, but because it was an issue to begin with. There's no tweet of the week. Frank the Tank was locked out of his Twitter account. Yes, he was. So that's a problem. Elon, that should never happen. That should never, ever happen. Uh, this That's strike that's strike two. There, yeah. I, I skipped strike one because that, that counts as strike one and strike two, getting Frank the Tank locked out of his account. So tread lightly. Uh, you're skating on thin ice. Don't mess with Frank the Tank. You're you talk about how you want Twitter to be uh, the, uh, the free speech platform of the people, and yeah. you're gonna and you're gonna Locked shut down. Frank the tank. You're gonna shut down Frank the Tank. Really, yeah. really. It's so been clear, a bad. Clearly, Elon does not care about freedom of speech. It has been a bad all. week for Frank because apparently he might. He's, I guess, got to notice that he if he does it what he did again he could be banned from city field so <laughs> no no oh no 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 no, no. so it, we we got another frank the tank in the wild video and it's so funny because this like usually you, it's it's a video of him and the stadium is so loud you can't hear him yelling, yeah but you just see him just losing his mind in his like in his handicap seat yeah <laughs> because he's too big for an action seat um and just going crazy, losing his mind. And this time you could actually hear him. And then there's like fans turning around and yes. screaming back at him. And he's screaming back at the fans too. He's like, like, he's the king of the New York Mets. Okay, you can't. You're gonna you're gonna kick the king out of his kingdom. That's that's unreal. I also, yeah, no, I also don't understand how there are not more people. He sits in the same spot. If I'm buying Mets tickets, I want to sit in front. Like, it it kind of surprises me that it's not just a bunch of people there for Frank at this point. Yeah, in the season, that the whole section in front of him should be should his be disciples. Frank. It should yes. just be guys protecting it be the him Flemings. at all costs. Yeah, it should be the Fleming disciples. <laughs> we okay. Hey, when we Let's go to start. Coney Island, we're going to we're going to Shea State, or, or I guess it's City, City Field, Field now. Uh, we're going to City Field. And we're buying Frank the Tank tickets. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. I do have a tweet of the week. I didn't see who this, the name's actually hilarious. It's Midget Tamer um, tweeted this <laughs> out. So we had the WNBA All-Star Game. Oh. Over the news. weekend. And so, <laughs> break, break, we broke another story. Too. Yes. That's, as, the WNBA as, habit. I don't know if you saw this video, Kellen. But Brittany Griner dunked. Hey. In the All-Star Have you seen the video? No. Okay. She took minimum five steps with the ball before dunking. (laughs) 
and all of like Sports Illustrated, ESPN, everyone's tweeting out like throwing down a dunk in the All Star game, like trying to hype this up. And did they give her a tennis ball to dunk with too? No, it was, it was a basketball. Okay, that's good. Clearly, that, that's what I did. Five steps. Here we go. This guy, midget tamer, tweets out quote tweets it. She better watch out. Last time she traveled like that, she ended up in a Russian prison. Yeah, that's good. That <laughs> so, good. and among all of the other traveling jokes, because like it was, it, it was funny. It was very it, funny to see. It was an easy joke to make, but be, but to be the first one to it, it's something special. Yes. Yeah. And I absolutely love just like it, Kellen. It was so bad that me, the first time I watched this video. I was like, that's a travel. Ooh. That's how egregious it was. Is that right. I, I got to look it up. It and I was like, isn't that a travel? You're going to make me look up WNBA highlights. All right. <laughs> so while you're looking up WNBA highlights, I can talk about my fan base of the week, I believe, because that's where we have our last one. And I actually have two fan bases of the week. And. So the first fan base of the week is Americans and more specifically American soccer fans because the uh, Women's World Cup begins this week, Kellen. So we are going to have to do that while we're in Dallas. We're going to have to watch um, our girlies play. And Women's World Cup, U.S. starts, title defense. We're going for three in a row. That's a travel. That's a travel. <laughs> We're going for three in that's, a row. That's two steps, a hop step, and two more yes. steps. Yeah. Like. <laughs> that's a travel. That's a big travel. So, hysterical. Um, but Americans, fan base, my first fan base of the week is Americans because. Okay. World Cup. That, start, that starts this week? Friday. Friday, eight, Friday. eight your time. Eight central. So, so, wait, now you're American? I've always been American for women's right. soccer. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. That's fair. I've never not been American for. No, I I know that you're right, you're right about that. It's just you know you get to pick and choose your countries all the time for. No, like, it's for, actually for these different sports. So here's the deal. It's actually very simple. Summer American, hockey Canadian. All right. It, it makes a lot more sense when you go with like what did I watch as a kid? Okay, Winter Olympics. I on your your team Canada hockey all the way. What about like luge? Then, well, that one since it's I'll I'll root for either. I want either I want Canada or U.S. to win. And the hockey one, I'm not mad at because your favorite players are from Canada, so I understand that completely. And genuinely, like I don't think I would root for Canada. Like it was just because that. I mean, my dad watched Canada. Yeah. I, that's just what was on. So I was like, oh, this is who we cheer for. I didn't know any better. No, uh, I'm I'm past the I, point of uh of of uh being upset. I'm just I, winter Olympic citizenship at this win, point. Winter Olympic team sports, I'm going Canada, like curling and hockey, I'm going Canada. I curling like, too, your team Canada. Yes. Wow. Yes. I don't it's like it's a national that. sport. No, I don't like that though. It's I I, I understand. I'm just disappointed. Okay, like it's it. fine. But, like, all the other individualistic sports, like, I just want to see them, you know. What other I'd team rather... sports are there uh, in the Winter Olympics? I don't know. It's a very individual yeah. uh, Olympics. I'm not – I don't know. 
But, like, wouldn't you rather see a Canadian win than someone from China? Absolutely. Josh, absolutely not. Um, well, so okay, maybe, maybe, maybe China, yeah, but not Japan because I'm team Japan. No, I get, way. I get that. But, like, you know, if, if it's got to be one of those two. Now let's – what, we're talking about the Winter Olympics. You you know, instead of the team, team Japan is my hockey team. Yes, okay? I you do know, know that, that more than anyone. No, I I do know that, and I'm I'm totally with you on that one. Yeah, like I I support your fandom of Team Japan in hockey. Except if they could just figure out the goalie situation. Yeah. They would I support so your ja- I support your Japanese hockey. Thank you, and Denmark, and fandom. of course, the, of yes. course, the motherland, the motherland as well. You need to have uh, the motherland. Yeah, but. So, anyway, Women's World Cup, Alex Morgan and the girls, they're apparently Netflix is following them around to do a little documentary on this. No. So, hopefully, hopefully the girlies can pull it off. I'm excited. I like um, watching the Women's World Cup. It's my favorite. I'm, I'm glad it's Megan Rapinoe's last World yes, Cup. Yes, me too. <laughs> she's, getting, she's getting to be a little too much lately. She's starting to turn into, like, the Carly Lloyd where she's now no longer good enough. But she's still as big of a name, and it's just kind of annoying yeah. that she's there. Yeah. So, well, um, I feel like Carly Lloyd was still contributing her last her last World Cup. P- a lot. I, I would say more like, like Abby Abby Wambach. Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, <laughs> Abby Wambach won that World Cup and then immediately yeah. like got arrested like three different. Yeah, times. a lot of soccer purists didn't like Carly Lloyd towards the end. Um, really? Think she was, I uh, love Carly Lloyd. Well, I loved her too. She was a tank, but there was a lot of people that said things like, you know, she was only, she shouldn't have been starting. She shouldn't have been on the team. There are better younger players and all this. And like, they just did it because of the name and they won at the end of the day. We still yeah. won. Um, so I can't wait. And my other fan base of the week is myself and all other Steelers fans. We are, they are my fan base of the week, and I don't know. I don't know if you saw this video, Kellen, but we got the long, 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 long-awaited apology. It finally happened. Le'Veon Bell apologized to Steelers fans this week yeah. for leaving in the way he left. He said, "I never should have left Pittsburgh," and that felt good. Do you a forgive little bit? Him? I do forgive him. Good. I am it's not, very. It's not good to withhold forgiveness. I can. I can never get those years that I've now lost back, because they would have won a Super Bowl if he wouldn't have been so stupid. But also, he was probably like twenty four when this happened. Yeah. I mean, well, and I can't blame him. If, I'll have to see. I'm gonna go as far as if I have my Le'Veon Bell Steelers bobblehead still. I will put it back out during the season. And and the fact that he he apologized right around this time, right when Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, and yeah. Josh Jacobs couldn't agree on a contract extension and none of them got paid. That's pretty big uh because he was he was a running back just trying to get his money. Yes. And, and it is as you can see now, it's impossible to do that. Yes. It's impossible to get a second contract as a running back. It's easy and it's, it's just a, 
a product of, of the position they play at the end of the day, because it's easier to find a good running back than it is to find a good kicker. Yeah. And they're, they're a dime a dozen. If once your guy ter- gets to a second contract, it doesn't make sense for an NFL team to resign them. It doesn't. And I mean, and it is just like, I get it's it. Unfortunate, it's unfortunate, but because they put their body on the lines probably more than any other position. Yeah. But because for that same reason, that's why they're not getting the same. No, I do think it's unfortunate. And I think like, I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't blame Le'Veon Bell. I like, as a fan, I'm there's always going to be that. What if he would have played? I'm glad he finally like came out and said it. I think he has the realization that like, that was kind of a bad deal. Like the Steelers were giving him a very generous offer. Like they were, that's, that's true. way back. Like they were fully committed to keeping him there. And I would go as far to say is I think he could have been, I think if he stayed in Pittsburgh, I wouldn't put it past hall of fame. Yeah. Like he might be a hall of fame running back. If he stayed in Pittsburgh, I think also if he, if he doesn't go immediately to the New York jets after yes. Pittsburgh, he might not be apologizing either. Because no. He's like, Oh yeah, I did have it good. Uh, yeah, but I was happy. I might pull out the Le'Veon Bell bobblehead if I still have it. Okay, okay. I that don't go a long way in, in forgiving him. Um, so, so, yeah. Your time, fan base. Time, time heals all wounds. Yeah. Uh, my fan base of the week. And an uh, apology. A long apology video that yeah. says I'm the best fan in the entire world. And it was so fun playing in front of you guys. That that heals most wounds. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, Just that helps. A minute lot. and a half of Paul apology video that tells me how great of a fan i am <laughs> that's how you it, get me it'd been awesome if he was smoking a blunt during that apology <laughs> yeah <laughs> take me all the way back to, to 2014 oh, later been, on. oh that would have been so amazing um so my fan base of the week is uh fans of spy movies because the greatest spy movie franchise has released its seventh installment i believe mission impossible Josh, Mission Impossible or James Bond? Um, I feel like we're I'll going say with, Ethan Hunt or James Bond. I feel like we're going with two different um age groups here, sort of in a way. Like, I, mean, I feel like making, they're still making James Bond movies. Yeah, but I feel like our generation's more Mission Impossible. Well, because they're better movies. They are. Yeah. I think by a lot. I think I, I think the movies are better. The concept I love the concept of James Bond. The the action is better. Yes. In in, in Mission Impossible, the the plots are better. I think And if we're going to be honest, the gadgets are better too. I think the appeal James Bond is just the appeal with James Bond is he's just a badass. Like yeah. He's just so I love the ele- like he's an there's elegant. The, there's the charisma. He's got the yes. accent. There's all it's, that. Yeah, cool. That's that's what's James Bond. The movie itself, like characters, I'm picking James Bond. Yeah, like that a hundred percent. Well, no, I am. The, I, I understand that, but the reason I'm not is there's been just one Ethan Hunt this whole time, and it is the greatest action yes. movie star of all time. I don't care how crazy or, or off the chains Tom Cruise is. He's the greatest action star of all time. That's 
I, I don't even think yeah. that's up for debate. That's like Joey Chestnut being the greatest I do, uh, hot dog eater of all time. I do like that. But if there was another, what what would that do to the movie? Like, I feel like James Bond has stayed decently consistent having different people. The character of James Bond hasn't changed that much. So I feel like but the character itself, too. the character itself, I feel like is strong. Yeah. But if I'm picking a movie franchise, I can only watch one movie, one of these movie franchises for the rest of my life. It's Mission Impossible. Okay. Every right. time. I still need to see uh, the new one. I need to see, see the new one. I, I, I know really it's wa- going to be amazing. I also really want to see Oppenheimer. Yeah. I need, to see, I need to see Mission Impossible this week because it's only going to be an IMAX this week. I'm literally like. This might be the nice to watch it. I'm looking out my window right now at a movie theater. It's that close. I can basically touch it, and I still don't go. Wow. So. This is nice to go because I think it's Tuesdays. uh, Are you next to a Cinemark or an AMC? Cinemark. Okay. Tuesdays, I think, are their discounted nights. Ah, interesting. Yeah. So. Hop on board. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I think that might be our show. That's it. That is oh one thing I forgot to mention, Wiz Khalifa threw out the first pitch at the Pirates game. He was on mushrooms. Yeah, and everyone's yeah. making a big deal about it, and I'm like, D- D- are we he's forgetting on. about Doc Ellis? Like yeah. that was a thing. Yeah, like, he's, he's paying tribute. To, I, I know. To, I was like, yeah. people are like, he might have been on mushrooms, and I was like, that's awesome, Doc he, Ellis. That should have been my tweet of the week. Was Wiz right. Khalifa? Man, it was like it's wild throw, uh, throwing the first pitch shroomed out of my mind, or yeah, something like that. Like, <laughs> okay, I love it. I absolutely love it. I think it's funny. Like, I, I think everyone that throws the first pitch, this this could get me in trouble. Yeah. Everyone no, that is not like a kid or something like that, okay. that throws the, or Sidney Crosby or Kenny Pickett. Good, good. Anyone that's not on the Steelers, Penguins, or a child that throws the first pitch at a Pirates game should have to be on a drug. Yeah. When it, Sister, honor, when Sister Do- Jean <laughs> to threw out the Doc first Ellis. pitch at the Cubs game, she should have been on acid. I'm just yes. saying. That to honor been. Doc Ellis, I think it's only right. Like, this is not promoting drugs. I'm trying to honor Doc Ellis. Yeah. I think we should do that. Well, I'm gonna. we're promoting drugs. Uh, we'll let you pick your drug. Yeah. Yeah, it could it could just be Advil. It could be a legal drug. Yeah. Yes. Could be illegal though too. I'm not it could saying be black tar it, heroin. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't narc if it was an illegal substance, <laughs> but I'm going to only promote the legal drug usage. We're an anti-narc podcast. Yes. Uh, it's it was one of those videos where it looked it looked normal enough for a first pitch, but then if you watch it back. After seeing what he tweeted out about himself, yeah, it makes mushrooms, sense. You're like, oh yeah, he was for sure definitely yeah. mushrooms. So, shout out Doc Ellis. Yeah, with Khalifa. We, we still got to review that doc. Pittsburgh. So I watched it, so we could literally okay. at any time. I did yeah. actually watch. I haven't it, watched. So. I haven't watched it yet. Was it um, good? It was decent. Again, I'm sensing a common theme with a lot of documentaries. Too long. You can okay. cut this thing <laughs> yeah. way down. Like well, the material. Yeah, it, it's a his, documentary about one game, isn't it's it? It's so long. Yeah, but they they did touched on his career and coming up and like uh, looped in the other pirates and everything. It was kind of we, cool. we might need to just avoid baseball documentaries. It, cool. it seems yeah. like they can't make an interesting baseball um, documentary. Have you watched Quarterback on Netflix? I have not. No. Okay, I kind of have an idea. Okay. And I don't know if we can do this. 
we're committed to it. Um, we go episode by episode. And we just rank how much we hate each quarterback after we watch it. Yeah. I, I how many? Like, how I feel many like Marcus Mariota is going to be the best one of the three. How many episodes are there? Do you know? No. Because no. if that could take us into hard knocks and we do an episode a week. Yeah. I'll have to look it up. I could help. We, or we can just both watch it and then we'll say how far into the series we got before we found it unbearable and wanted to turn it off. Okay. Yeah. I'm ru- I'm gonna be running out of things to watch soon, so, so I'll, I'll, I'll try I'll try my best. Yes, per my dad, it was good, but he hates Mahomes' wife now. So now apparently she's featured okay. in it. Yeah. No, apparently he he said I think this is close to a quote. Um, whatever you dislike about her now, it's going to get worse. Okay. <laughs> Great. So, I I I know exactly what what's going to get amplified in that show. Then, so um, yes. So maybe we'll maybe we can watch that. I didn't know. I mean, maybe we'll do that. I don't think Brittany realizes how much people dislike her. I don't think so either. Yeah. I she just Jackson knows at least she just takes she just takes Patrick's the love people have for Patrick, and just is like. This for me, yeah. Well, I I think she gets a lot of love from KC fans because of Patrick Mahomes, and that's just her whole inner circle is them. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's our show. That's the show. We that was an interesting show. Yeah, good job. I think we did a great. I think we did a great job. But why not? Yeah, I mean, fantastic. So stay unbiased this week, I guess. Yep. Probably. That would be a good thing to do. We'll see y'all again next week.